Welcome to HR Club powered by Woki.ai, a podcast series for people leaders to talk about employee engagement, performance and growth. Hi everyone. I'm Dheeraj, founder and CEO of Woki.ai. Woki is a talent intelligence platform that enables startups to build and develop high-performing teams. So we have started this initiative uh the hr club which is a podcast to bring people leaders to talk about industry challenges and best practices so today we have with us ravi agarwal ravi comes with a 14 years experience in hr and talent acquisition in startup space currently heading hr function at flowbiz which is a fintech startup for smes he was previously heading talent acquisition with cleartax and zivam welcome welcome ravi how are you doing today Hey Dheeraj, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to this uh, HR podcast. Thank you so much. I was actually pretty excited to see the profile that you have spent all of your years in the startup space. And from the time when startups were not that popular among right. the people, among the candidates, it, it was not their first, first priority, right? Me, right. Me, you have spent all your time with one of the top most startups in the industry. How did you, uh, I mean, take this decision Uh, I mean, back. I mean, fourteen years back to you know give your all uh, career to the startup space, which was not that. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, developed as it is today. Right, right. So, see, I actually to give you an idea about my background, right? So, I come from a business background, right? So, and I was the only person, uh, rather that time I was the first person who came out to do a job, right? So. and um, to get into the talent acquisition space i will not uh, it will be wrong if i say that i wanted to get into the space and all that it was a chance right i got into a good recruitment agency called uh, careernet consulting right and uh, started working there and that was the time when startup space was booming right? your flipkart mintra right a uh, quick uh, urban ladder all of them had come at, at those times and i got opportunity to work with them right and as you pointed out rightly uh, at that time startups were not as hot as they are today right people still wanted to work with bigger organizations be it oracle or microsoft right or ibm and all that where they thought them to be more secure right compared to startups right they had apprehensions that startups may not uh, stay for longer time there might be job security issues etc right obviously it was uh, challenging uh, to get good talent at right? same time startups hiring bars were higher right? so getting good talent same time getting candidates who are interested for the opportunity right uh, making them talk to each other and finally making the hiring happen right was the challenging part Right. but same time that made the job more interesting for us right and that is how it all evolved right gradually uh, more and more startups came right uh, startups started doing well right they became a uh, matter of national news right and that is how people also started becoming interested about startups and the network network grew with that right so right. it it happened you can say in a uh, not necessarily that i wanted to get into equipment in the beginning but it just it just evolved right and now i am fully into it right then after 
career net where i actually built my own uh, ta network right uh, all the good candidates in market i placed uh, good candidates in good startups at that point of time that helped me grow my own uh, network and then i moved to the other two startups or now including flowbiz three startups right and that is how i have moved in my profile wow that's that's interesting i mean uh, all these startups are i mean the growth stage startups are doing well in the industry are the good names i mean that definitely defines the contribution that you have put up in these you know by building the stronger and the best teams out there we we, we can very well see that i mean uh, yeah so what do you think i mean talking about the recruitment process which we believe is a ever going problem which which everybody is struggling right from a small startup to a growth startup to to even the uh, uh, the corporate uh, companies right i mean bringing in good talent or or you know having good people i mean uh, the challenges are everywhere right what do you think is the most important element in building a successful recruitment and talent acquisition program in an organization right so um, see i will not restrict it to only uh, one point because talent acquisition over time has uh, become more complex right and uh, there are many many aspects to talent acquisition right now earlier it was treated as a support function right uh, some people left the organization you tell it to the recruitment team they will get some people for market and place them now if you talk to 10 startup founders right 9 or 10 of them will say that ta is one of their highest priorities right so that is how important uh, it has become uh, right now right uh, why has that happened uh, because uh, there are a lot of open roles obviously at the same time getting right quality talent has become challenging right and uh, in talent acquisition it is not about getting the best of the best talent all the time it is getting the right fit right that is where the successful hire happens right uh, candidate right. who is matching to our requirements right the candidate should be interested in the opportunity matching to the budget the candidate should stay relevant for multiple years and productive for multiple years these all things should match for us to have a successful hire right so these things uh, mixing it with the scarcity of good talent in the market and open roles multiple open roles in the market so that has made ta more complex right so to be able to successfully navigate through this right and run a good recruitment program right uh, i can talk about multiple things like getting uh, great recruiters having a right process right uh, great stakeholder management understanding about the market all of that is definitely there but to my mind one thing right that uh, we don't we have not really focused on till now right when i see recruiters one thing that i see missing in many of them is focus on data right that is right. one thing that is going to be a primary skill in recruiters going forward or a primary aspect of the whole recruitment process going forward right many companies are adopting it already right uh, but there is a lot to be done done in those areas right when you um, schedule a uh, when you schedule a candidate right Uh, you are using candidate's time uh, recruiter's time is being used hiring manager or interviewer's times are being used right uh, with uh, compensations going up time is becoming more precious 
right how do you optimize all that right so those right. things are important right so data is becoming very very important you need to look at your funnel right um, what is your interview to offer ratio where are the candidates dropping off right so look at all the data very very closely and take action basis that right so it's let's say candidates are dropping off at certain stage then find out do a root cause analysis on that and then solve that right let's say you have poor offer to joining ratio then find out why that is happening right uh, maybe we don't have a great employer branding maybe you are not doing better selling regarding the job that is why candidates are taking offer accepting offer and then dropping off after that right once you start looking at data properly then things will become comparatively easier right i i always believe that if you are not able to measure something you cannot improve on that right first right. start measuring recruitment how are you doing at this moment right so this is one aspect which i feel uh, we need to focus more on uh, ta team should focus more on every stakeholders life will become easier if they start focusing on this that that's right i believe the data helps you to iterate faster and what went wrong or what worked you can always take a step back and always reiterate your strategies exactly right so it is not only about processing profiles getting them interviewed and they getting rejected time continuously continuously not going to help anybody right look at data where are candidates dropping off then have discussion with the other stakeholders show them data make them understand bring them on the same page maybe there is expectation mismatch somewhere unless you show data it will not happen right the stakeholders and the recruitment team will be at loggerheads that is not our purpose Right. right data is that is why very important so according to you data is the most important element in setting up a successful and an effective recruitment and ta process yes no i don't say data is the most important i will say other things we are already focusing on data G is something that needs to be focused on more it's the priority to data yes yes i mean the rest of the things are equally important but some Obviously. things which help you to give a clear insight of you know how the process is going exactly <clears throat> obviously uh, great recruitment sourcing skills stakeholder management right um, all that are definitely important no doubt and we know that already but a growing trend if i have to say right what we should in future focus on and what will become more important day by day is uh, looking at data and taking action item out of data Uh, in the recruitment process so with the uh, with the advancement of technology or adoption of more technology in the recruitment process but there's also a human factor which which defines you know whether your process is successful or not because you are acting here as a uh, i mean you are representing the brand or a company to the people who are coming to you know to 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 be a part of your uh, vision or your organization i mean you also end up giving some certain impression of that organization to those people so so how do you think and why do you think it is really important to work on that uh, part as well because we can adopt as many as technologies but if we are not doing well on the human part how does it affect the organization and how to improve that okay i think it's a great question right uh, i spoke a lot about data right so then the missing piece is the human piece right Correct. i will say that is extremely extremely important uh, the reason is like for the benefit of the organization also if i say the reason is that the market is highly competitive 
right? And the candidate's experience through the interview process when they, he goes through the interview process, right? At every stage, he is actually judging the organization, right? Uh, when you interview a candidate, it is not that you are only interviewing them or you are only evaluating them. They are right. equally evaluating us. We have to keep that in mind all the time, right? So from the first point, when the recruiter talks to the candidate, right, explains him about the opportunity, tries to make him interested about the opportunity, right, from the first step, right, to the last step, be it uh, rejecting the candidate or be it offering the candidate and making him join, right? The whole process, right, in many steps, it is actually a human talking to another human or it is a human interacting with another human, right? So the experience has to be really, really good. Uh, when you do the first call, like explaining about the opportunity or doing a proper selling, right? Treating the candidate really well regarding that. Uh, doing the interview stage also, right? Ensuring that the interviews are happening in time, keeping the candidate updated about the process, right? Uh, even doing offer stage also, uh, explaining really well to the candidate, uh, the, the good, uh, like uh, the negotiation piece, all of that post-offer engagement with the candidate, right? The whole thing, right? It has to be a very, very smooth process and a pleasant experience for the candidate. When a candidate uh, evaluates opportunities, which is, uh, uh, let's say, in the current scenario, every candidate, specifically if I talk about tech, product design, et cetera, candidates, right? They're uh, flooded with multiple offers in hand, right? Absolutely. And yes. when they want to decide which opportunity they should take up, right? along with the compensation piece or the work piece, it also is a factor how they were treated, treated through the interview process, right? Basis that they will judge the company's work culture. That is the only window for them. Like uh, it's difficult for them to know how the organization works as an like, organization uh, from outside. How they were treated through the interview process, how the interviewer spoke to them, how the recruiter uh, spoke to them, basis that they will judge the organization. And if you have done a great part in treating them well during the interview process, right, that becomes your advantage. Versus another company where the interview process maybe took very long, right, there was no update given to the candidate, right. Um, compared to that, a smooth process, updating the candidate really well, explaining him things well, right. So um, the, if the process is very, very smooth, it makes a big impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, especially in the times, like you said, that candidates are always with the multiple offers. Now it's a talent driven market and it's on them, which company they want to go in. And obviously in any space for the talented folks, they, they are never short of uh, job offers and every company wants to have them. And if we are not treating them right ever since they walked onto our doors, I mean, even talking on the zoom is walking onto door. And uh, if you are not treating them right, then why would they come to us? Right. I mean, I mean, I believe the timing and communication is really an important factor here. Uh, uh, because sometimes the processes go too long and uh, I mean, ghosting is the uh, biggest problem that candidates always rant about on, uh, 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 you know, social media. 
Uh, some I have also faced that uh, once. <laughs> I mean, while while I was applying for a job, I never got a reply. I won't mention the name of the company, but in, um, I mean that 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 is always. I mean, you you kept hanging in between whether because the process went well according to you, and you, you see whether he or she is going to come back. But I believe it's not always the fault of the HR. Sometimes the processes or they are too overwhelmed with the staff that the communication get gets lost, and 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 one person for a single role is. speaking to 100 people or more it it becomes overwhelming so do you think uh, uh, like like in a uh, growing startups uh, one is always going to to be overwhelming even with the larger teams or even with the larger processes or the uh, you know technologies involved in the process do you believe that one should set a realistic timelines Uh, in terms of communication uh, with the candidates maybe he or she is rejected or didn't even consider for you know taking up an interview do you think do you think that setting up a realistic timelines is helpful and how do you do that yes so timeline is actually very important right uh, like you said you were ghosted by like one or two company etc even i have faced that right so uh, we all face that but same time as i am from the other side of the business right i am from equipment or hr side so i know certain challenges that the recruiters also face right so um the there are no unfortunately there are no great solutions to that till now uh, if you like if i talk to you from a ta side when you do a job posting on linkedin or let's say nokri or whatever right each job posting can attract like thousands of responses absolutely right? and uh, like most of the job postings don't have a lot of filter criteria right so for a recruiter to go through all the resumes and respond to them sometimes become very overwhelming right so right. that is why uh, like you sometimes you face such challenges right um, but to solve that right uh, there are multiple things that a companies can do one is to make the jd very very specific and clear right so that uh, the candidates don't end up responding to a job which is not matching to their criteria right at the same time put some filters so uh, candidates who are not really suitable will not be able to apply for the job that way what will happen is uh, the recruiters get limited responses but right responses and he or she will have time to respond to all of them right that right. is only one phase now the bigger problem is when candidates go through interview stages let's right. say they get rejected also and then they don't get response right that is very very wrong right in my opinion right. because candidate is giving his time in the interview process right not only the interview time one hour interview time the candidate is spending but he prepares for that right so there is a mental space it is taking he is thinking about the opportunity right so all of that is going into that and uh, whatever may be the outcome be it shortlisted be it rejected it is his right to know right that the company is not going ahead with them instead of just waiting for 7 days 10 days and then when you don't get response you assume that maybe you were not shortlisted that is not how it should be right so it is very very important for the organization to communicate to the candidates whenever they get uh, let's say rejected also right at the same time like we spoke about timeline right so um it is very important right uh, in in my previous roles be it zivame or clear tax or currently in flobis also right so 
I try to ensure uh, there are let's say there are two kind of timelines in in recruitment. I would say one is the position tag when the position got opened to when one candidate came and joined in that role. Right. So there are multiple things involved in that. You understand the requirement, then you uh, spoke to a lot of candidates. You took them through the process. Uh, somebody got offered, right, and uh, then he or she will have a notice period of one month or two months something. You wait for that. Right, then the candidate joins. It also sometimes happens that uh, somebody declines the offer in between, and then you start the process again, right? So that is one timeline for the position. The second timeline is of a candidate timeline, right? So right. when you first spoke to the candidate, right, to the time there is a logical conclusion, be it an offer or be it a reject, right? So right. these are two different timelines. Now I think uh, the question that you asked was more specific to the candidate timeline. Right? right. From the time you speak to a candidate, right? Um, best case scenario, we should be able to finish the whole interview process in seven days or ten days time, not more than that. Right. Correct. If you are doing three rounds interview, four round interviews, try your best to finish the whole interview process within that timeline. Correct. Right. It is also important in the current market because the Candidates are flooded with so many opportunities. Uh, it is better that you finish the process soon. I right. believe it also uh, affect the cost. I mean, the more the the stretch of the period is, more the cost involved. You know, in filling up that uh, position. Yes, right. that is that is obviously there. There are multiple aspects to it. One thing that you pointed rightly is the cost, uh, because the longer it takes, uh, if you have a project to start, that will take longer to start. Right, the development project or any any other internal project, right? So, same time, uh, we were speaking about candidate experience, right? Let's say I am a candidate. I am going through interviews with three or four companies, right? And there is one company where the whole interview process took more than two months, right? One interview now, then seven days later, I get a feedback that it is positive. Then they schedule my interview for another week later. It continues for two months. Versus another company where the whole interview. All the rounds got over in seventies or ten days time, right? It shows to me that the company is very interested in my candidature, right? That makes a difference, right? I, I there is higher chance that I take up that opportunity because I also feel that the candidate is eager, company is eager to take me, versus another company where the process is going long and long. So, com- communication obviously eager communication from the organization. Same time, right? A shorter timeline, right? Is the need of the hour. Right, right. I mean, this will also give a clarity on the data. I mean, we'll be able to, you know, I I believe coming back to the first point that that you mentioned that if we have the data available quickly for us, and if we have gone through the multiple uh, candidates quickly within the seven days, because I have read in the reports and I've also faced in some places the, uh, the this process can take up to 30 days or 40, 45 days, or maybe in 60 days in few cases. Uh, uh, but, but if the process is done faster, you have the data available uh, really fast with you and you'll be able to, you know, iterate the whole process accordingly. So I believe that data, like you said, is the most important element. And uh, apart from that uh, is the clear communication and uh, and then timing. It all comes to timing. If a candidate is being treated well and is being communicated well and in a timely manner, he or she has a better perspective, you know, that, that how the company cares about me 
I believe this will also increase your, uh, uh, I believe the net promoter score out there, even if the candidate joins or doesn't join, but he or she will have a great experience dealing with you, with your team. I believe that is really important. Right. Yes. I, I agree with you. Uh, see, it is not uh, only about candidates uh, who got selected and who got offered. Right. right. Um, even candidates who were not selected, right. Who got rejected. Even them also, if you have treated them really well, right. If they feel that the interview process was uh, justified, right. They were evaluated properly. Right. Maybe they got rejected. Still, uh, I have seen enough cases where candidates uh, got registered, but they were very happy with the, how the process went. And still, right. they will recommend many candidates to you. Right? They will say good things about you. Right? So, uh, when we talk about employer branding, right? Uh, these days, uh, we spend a lot of money on doing uh, social media things, etc. The most important thing right, is how you are treating the candidates who are coming into the funnel. If you're treating right. them well, right, they will say good things about you. Yeah. And that is how your employer branding will get built. So I believe relationship is the key here, even if the person is not coming to your organization. And also this can build up a list of the good passive candidates. Even if you don't hire the person now, chances are that that candidate can, you can also uh, have them in the near future. I mean. Um, do you think that uh, the in the startups that people are focusing on the passive candidates or 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 it's just a theory? I mean, yes, what do you no, think? no, no, you are right. So I like uh, some interesting uh, situations came to my mind when I like you were speaking on that, right? So uh, see, candidate experience is a very very uh, there are many interesting uh, examples that that I can think of right now. There have been multiple cases where uh, we made offer to candidates, right? They declined the offer. Right. Okay. They went ahead and joined another company. And for some reason or other, they didn't like working there. Right. And the first thing that came to their mind when they thought of looking out again was us. <laughs> right. So, and, and I can recall multiple such instances. Right. And they immediately called us and we started their process again and uh, we hired them. Right. Wow. So, how does that happen? That is because the experience they got during the interview right. process, right? For whatever reason, they had chosen the other opportunity, uh, like there are multiple factors behind that. But when they started to look out again, right? Among the multiple options they had in mind, we were on top of that. Right. That happened because of the experience they got during the interview process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So uh, successful hires happen in multiple ways. And this is also one of them. I read somewhere treating the candidates as customers. I mean, it's also a sales pitch that you folks are doing. I mean, yes. to invite them to have them with you. If you treat your customers well, they will be happy with you, will have your product or will be a part of your community and will happily invite others to be a part of it as well. So, so I believe this applies to the, you know, the candidate part really uh, well. What do you think yes. on this? Yes, I, I say that all the time, actually. To my team, I always say that not only like uh, I always say that candidates are our customers, hiring managers are our customers, interviewers are our customers. All these people are our customers. We have to treat them really well, right? So that is how recruitment happens, right? Now I have moved to uh, uh, HR role, HR role. I say our employees are our customers, right? So all all this is very important. Candidates, you should treat them as customers. Make 
give them not only a satisfactory experience but a delightful experience right that is when you get into their mind right top of the recall when we talk about right so that is how it happens okay. there are some recruiters who are more popular than some other recruiters how does that work that works because they are great in engaging with candidates right so they give good experience to candidates and that is how uh, i i am uh, in the industry for let's say 14 years right so there are many candidates whom i have spoken let's say 6 years 10 years back right they still call me when they look for opportunity because the experience that they got when they spoke to me in the beginning and uh, maybe i could place them somewhere i may not have placed them somewhere i tried for opportunities for the, the for them right but the experience that they got right the interest i showed in getting them a right opportunity is what makes them remember me till now <clears throat> that's that's an interesting i mean experience i mean i mean yeah i i see this as a very biggest challenge that some people see or most of the industry see i mean bringing right set of talent i believe if you set the narrative right by treating people well this is all uh, i mean people exactly. will be happy to come to you or bring in their other folks uh, i believe this 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 uh, helps you to build an effective uh, program no matter uh, what amount of tech that you involve if you are not treating people well that that all uh, goes into vain Uh, well 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 that's great uh, so people this was uh, ravi agarwal with us today he he shared some great insights about building an effective recruitment process from his experience from the uh, the challenges he faced and the uh, best practices he adopted so i want to thank you ravi for taking out time today and uh, joining us and sharing some wonderful insights thank you so much once again thank you it was actually very very nice uh, talking to you right uh, like was a happy discussion <laughs>